What's up and welcome to another episode of Verbal Vibe Mode. I'm your boy Conga Beast and joining me today is the lovely, wonderful, gracious. Gracious? Probably beautiful. I don't know. Nobody ever sees her face. She's a mystery. I don't have a face. <laughs> Secrets up. Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine she doesn't have a face? Oh, that would be terrifying. <laughs> oh, why do you think I like that so much? They're great. I had the face holes and such. <laughs> Lady G, how you doing? What is a popping? I'm fine. How are you? I am. I'm peachy. Mm-hmm. What is this peachy business? Week after week, he comes in here and says he's peachy. What's wrong with the peaches? Peaches are delicious. I don't, I don't know. Peaches? Did you say delicious? They are delicious. You are delicious. Yeah. What? My tongue got in the way, guys. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't let it go. I was just like, I didn't hear that. Yes, I, I did. A, I got a strong lisp. Peaches are delicious. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a mighty strong lisp. All right. Aside from Kong's delicious peaches, <laughs> we're going to talk Dracula? about Dave today. Delicious peaches. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I want some delicious peaches. What is this? This has nothing to do with anything we're talking about. At all. What? What is What is this? Delicious peaches, obviously. What is happening? <laughs> all right. Today, we're going to talk about Dave, oh. the comedy drama series on FXX, which is loosely based on <laughs> Lil Dicky's burgeoning rap career, I'd say. Lucious-ly? It's loosely. Loosely based? Listen, when people start using loosely, don't say nothing. You heard it here first. Hey, hey, Lucious is in the building, baby. Loosely. <laughs> not lying. We're not talking about that music comedy no, drama on the other Fox no, network. Started off so strong though. But it show. just it just went it's down garbage show. Back to the FX. He put his son in the garbage. He should have put the rest of the show in the He garbage. really did. That was so bad. He put his son in the garbage. <laughs> this on freaking network TV. What is this? Prime time. Like it was nothing. He literally dumped you know what? That's a whole nother story. That's another series that we will not be reviewing. <laughs> the first season of Dave focuses on the come up and the grind of Lil Dicky. That's why I said Lucius because you know he's Dave but it, it tends to kind of embellish and just push jokes forward where they need to be yeah. so as he's trying to make a name for himself you'll just see like typical antics personal as well as career wise I'll say of him and his squad who is made up of Taco his producer slash DJ Gata who's basically his hype man and his manager is Mike it is cool that Gata is also his hype man in real life yeah so if there's parallels and connect to the realness of it yeah. so I said Lucius Lee say it with me people Loose Ish Lee so we're gonna focus on more of season two as it just wrapped. We recommend and highly encourage you to watch it and stop and return here if you don't want any spoilers. This is your audio mm, spoiler alert. I mean, You've been warned. You know, they stick around and listen. They're gonna get spoilers. So and also, you know, kind of coax to come back and listen to the rest of it just so you can hear our opinion. Read the description, people. You have been warned. <laughs> Show notes too. Ooh, I wonder what they're gonna talk about. Hopefully it doesn't ruin anything anything basically i mean you knew what you were getting into when you read the cover and description and title clicked on it and said oh so this season is way more i would say (laughs) more grand than the first season yeah since he secured a record deal he's doing a lot yeah it's um 
I don't even want to say it's it's frustratingly good what like how they're portraying it the whole opening up in Korea and trying to make a music video that's just like just something you shouldn't do when this is your first studio album yeah like he decided to do a whole K-pop collab with CL who's a rapper and you know the drama of all of that aside it's just like wait why is he what is he doing right now like why is he over there I was watching it and getting frustrated and I'm not even his manager and i'm just like why are you <laughs> it's like like the opening and a lot of this just feels like it was inspired by social media i say yeah. like he saw you know what i really don't have anything so let me just go do some research because there are those who use the ig books of face these days in the tubes of you to do all the research and essentially come up with, you know, the harebrained scheme of, okay, this is popping right now. Let me put myself in this situation because this is going to garner me more views. More people are going to listen to this if I collab with this artist. So he's kind of trying to build himself up, you know, to continue the trajectory, but also kind of loses himself in the process because he's not really sure of it. Definitely. Like we said, the first episode is him in freaking South Korea trying to make a whole K-pop thing just to find out that this, this nigga don't even like K-pop. Yeah. Like this nigga, he literally admits, I never listened listen to it and i don't even like k-pop and you just sitting there like just watch 30 minutes of this crap just for this dude to say he don't get out of here like just straight a whole bandwagon just on so you're gonna have a lot of moments where you're just like frustrated because he's dealing with you know his own battle of trying to see who he is as an artist as well as himself personally me and g discuss this like every episode a lot of times we discuss this like uh <laughs> literally episode by episode yeah. oh yeah she she says something what was it like adult adolescence yeah he's like literally stuck within adult adolescence which came full circle the yeah. last episode when he was rapping he said i'm basically 12 years old on the inside boom that's it yeah like a lot of the season was little dicky or dave's true colors of what he thought of himself granted we all understand that when you trying to get to the top a lot of it is selfish yeah but a lot of it like you still ain't gonna get to the top if nobody is showing you any type of support that's like us being absolutely or even us doing the freaking podcast if we don't have any support like this podcast i mean we'll be doing it but it won't even make a dent in anything that's step one yeah Yeah, shout out to the listeners in delaware specifically delaware (laughs) it's only delaware we're focusing on wink wink if you watched, you know, you know. Oh, yeah, we're going to get that. But no, as far as like having regular listenership and having people tune in despite whatever the topic is that week, it could be anything. Even if it's a show, movie, or a topic that you may not even be 100% into or sure of, having that backing of knowing people will listen despite all of that is dope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i mean this this season really showed him coming around and getting out of that selfish nature stop being a boy and actually start dealing with things like an adult and paying attention to himself too because that man he yeah. mm, he's so spoiled he just oh he is he's mad spoiled. like there's a whole and he was a i think wasn't he a single isn't he a single child so like like everything he did i get like for the first what six or seven episodes everything he did was just him being a big giant man baby like his his relationship with benny blanco and the way he acted towards kareem abdul jabbar and dude like he told kids some very ignorant and stupid stuff at a bar mitzvah it got so bad he got kicked out of the bar mitzvah (laughs) 
I mean, the episode was hilarious, but like, dude, why are you telling these children this? Even to the fact of where, and he even admits, he doesn't even know anything about his parents. Like, finding out that his father had, or has, depression really bad. And it's like, you don't even, he's like, I don't even know what my parents' favorite color is, and yada yada. Like, he just, it was all good, but again, it was very frustrating to see a grown man, a 30-year-old man, just simply not care about anybody else but himself. It, but himself, it was his career, over. and that's it. Even though these people were surrounding him, supporting him, he was just like, yeah, tunnel vision. Like stuff was going on with everybody else. He's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Anyway, so back to what my problem yeah. was. Like, like not allowed, but just he wouldn't. Anything anybody else had going on wouldn't really phase him. That episode, Ad Man. That episode talked about what Dave was doing before he mm-hmm. actually took rapping on like full time, and he was in a he was trying to come up with an ad with his friend Emma and watching that episode and watching them work together he's like oh man this is a really feel good episode and then at the end of it he just kind of shoved Emma to the side went on a whole little rap rant made it seem like he did all of this by himself and I'm sitting there just like Emma is I'm going yeah even though she's sitting there support him and she herself is talented oh she's very talented she is off the chart and that's the craziest part about the man has literally surrounded him with people that will make him great or that has made him great yeah it's like he just fell upon people that would help boost his career and these are people that aren't specifically i'll say in certain instances famous like his close circle they're basically within the show they're all you know friends acquaintances we know each other through this person or whatever i ran into oh i used to work with you stuff like that it's it's freaking ridiculous when you're working with somebody the only person that he i guess even slightly respected as his equal was benny blanco but i think that's because of another reason i mean yeah, we all know. We all know. Okay. We all know. We had Ailes. Ailes, who was literally talking about making records with, I don't, I can't remember if it was Sir or who it was. Ailes' Taco, by the way. Yeah, Ailes' Taco. I apologize. He was talking well, about. By this time, y'all should know anyway. Never mind. Shut <laughs> up, G. Please. Y'all, if y'all in season two deep, y'all don't know nobody's name by now, bruh. Wait, if they're listening yeah. to this and they still haven't seen season one, then I. Kong, you know there's a sneaky deaky person like, well, let me see what they got to say about season two before I go on to watch. It's fine. It's fine. You didn't heed the warning. Welcome. Hello. Yes, you. It's fine. It's okay. They're literally going to watch season two first, but start from the last episode. He said ills? Ills. They're going to start from the last episode and work their way back. (laughs) It's a horrible, horrible ending. That is. Oh, no. What a way to watch the series. But L slash Taco is working with like major artist now mike is working a whole like he's a manager manager now so it's not like he's just you know twiddling his thumbs and working with dicky as his solo artist and that's it yeah he's actually trying to build something for himself and then gator is just a good hype man like people are recognizing gator on the streets for his rapping for the shows that he's putting on with little dicky like they are giving him credit for being a mate the dude's just dope i just I think Gator is by far one of my favorite characters. And oh, absolutely! If you watch season one, then you would. He's a freaking natural. It's it's crazy. It just works. Watching the growth of Gator. To be honest with you, I was watching it for Gator. 
I don't even know what I was in first episode season one. I know we keep throwing it back there, but whatever. I don't even know what I was expecting the first episode. And that's the one where he was in a studio with YG and them. So I was like, okay, cool. Let me see what he's talking about. I didn't it was very funny. So I was like, okay, yeah. I'm down. I'll, I'll watch the rest of this. And man, that episode was hilarious. <laughs> he went to go get the food. He did. He literally did. He sent that man on a lunch run. He did it though. <laughs> he definitely did it. And like the introduction to Gator is just amazing. I, I can I can sit here and you know what? I'm gonna talk about Gator. Gator, although he, I, I'm I'm sorry, he's just a great character. As far as a development or a character that's been developed really well, I think he's the best one. Mm-hmm. And having him show, and I don't know if he suffers from this for real but he does oh he does okay so that was that was fantastic he has what is it bipolar disorder right yeah and uh just watching him grow from that like oh man if y'all are listening to this and y'all still haven't seen season one please watch season one because gator being black and like showing what it's like as a black person to deal with a mental illness it's just the the I wouldn't say disrespect, but the lack of people trying to understand what you're dealing with. Well, yeah, it's mental health unawareness. That's literally it at its core right there. It is so good. Yeah. It is, Gator is, this dude is just an excellent actor. I don't know if he like went to school for this or if he was trained even the slightest before he started doing Dave, but the dude can act. Despite it all, he was just like, I don't remember what interview this was. He said he didn't want people to know that he was bipolar. Because, you know, that's not, obviously, it's not common talk in the community. So, tried to hide it and just deal with it on his own. But it comes to a head. It's a serious issue. So, I'm glad that they're actually using it, I don't want to say as a plot device, but using it within the storyline. And continuing to check in on it and not just, you know, mentioning it one episode and then never having it happen again or not revisiting it and just treating it like, it. oh, yeah, it happens sometimes. Yeah. So, like, even though the show is focused on Dave, it focuses on everybody and it kind of gives them a nice balanced character arc and you'll see growth in between the characters, which is great, too. Character development is off the chain in the show. Yeah, the writing is well done. It's, it's freaking great. And it's not just, I mean, between his girlfriend, who is now his ex-girlfriend, Emma, who is just, I mean, she's she's great. Yeah, she's dope. Watching her growth and watching her making video, she went from zero to 60 and like the matter of literally 30 minutes. <laughs> hey man, she knew she had to get it. She's like, yo, when is this opportunity going to get me again? Yeah. Made that decision quick. It happens, but it, she literally took that leap and trusted okay. the process. I mean, for her to just sit there and be like, I'm not going to make videos for people. And then just be like, I'm going to make. And then I'm going to make this video for me. <laughs> she freaking did it. Like she, and she is a bad girl. Like I, I love her character. She's very funny. She's also funny. That's the other thing. Every single woman in this show, they are hilarious. Yeah, they really are. Like They just deliver. If Allie and Emma decided to do a spinoff, I will gladly watch that. <laughs> like it's written so well that like it doesn't feel weird or like people are reading off of lines the show just has that natural appeal and flow i know i have to say because it's ffx as well like atlanta it just flows it just feels like you're there it doesn't feel like okay let me turn this show on and then 
place myself here. It just moves in a way that a play does. It feels very natural. The thing that I love about those two, yeah, we always bring it up. It's but it's because it's like real life. It's literally the conversations and I talked to G right before we did the podcast. The relationship that you have between Taco and Little Dicky, it sounds like they've literally been best friends since they were kids. Yeah. Little Dicky literally tells this man, I appreciate you for what you've done and I couldn't do this without you. Taco responds Responds with just keep paying me to be your best friend and I'll do anything for you. <laughs> like they have a really good rapport just for freaking buddies. It's just like, man, this is great. That type of line is literally what a best friend would say to his boy. Oh, oh female, it doesn't matter. That is just real life. And it's so good. You feel like a lot of this stuff is just ad lib. You're watching it and you just sitting there like, this can't be. Is this is this really in the script? Yeah. I'd be interested to know to see how much they do off the script to be honest oh i would love to see behind the scenes stuff because i could not see this going man i need just a blooper reel just like a nice little run of it feels so authentic it's put together really well and i know we're going on about this you can't really explain how good it it makes you feel good watching these people even when they're arguing with each other the relationship the the brother relationship that he has with the the brother type of relationship that he has with mike they literally go back and forth for most of the season most of the season is just them two arguing but you know it's so much love right there there's like i don't want you to fail but i need you to grow up and he's like i know you don't want me to fail but i want to be selfish like of course i want to be that 12 year old boy that's it yeah it's so good so from this season what would you say your favorite episode is that's a good one i mean the one with kareem abdul javar was hilarious the man the man broke his leg in the bathroom <laughs> like how my god that episode is so hilarious and it's just like okay when i watch this show i don't look at previews to see oh what's happening next week like i don't at all like i don't look at anything as far as blogs synopses reviews or anything i just straight go into it nothing every week (laughs) so i saw him and i'm just like wait what Like, yeah, that I when I first when I watched that episode, I'd seen the title and I'm like, what? And then I thought it had to do with his freestyle that he did on. That's what I was thinking. I was like, nah, he just named it after the what? freestyle. Cool, whatever. I wasn't expecting to see yeah. him at all. Man, the nigga Kareem Abdul-Jabbar actually showed up. Hilarious for the whole episode, not just like a little beep boop. Yeah, exactly for the whole episode <laughs> and that's what made it even funny it's like this dude literally decided huh i'm gonna be a part of this show my god oh. it's so hilarious freaking gator telling him about white privilege was great i love that part oh yeah he needed to hear that for sure that that episode was weird it was weird but that was it's they needed a white boy episode i guess i mean if you understand yeah but yeah for me i'll say two one was the bar mitzvah because duh, it was just a buildup of that and just like the shenanigans of like yeah. <laughs> them trying to prepare to perform for a day of bar mitzvah. The garage. Oh my god, it was hijinks. Hijinks. For me, I like episodes that have that buildup, like that classic buildup of a story, and then they have that like boom at the end. It's just like ugh. And then, of course, the second favorite episode for me would be the last one, Mayhem. Yeah. Huh. The last episode. 
I ain't even gonna hold y'all. The last episode had me in tears. It was great. It, it was one of those things where you like, I can't believe this is happening. Hey man, it needed to happen. All of the emotions. It was something else, and I like, ah, oh, this is this is just too good. I, was, I don't know how to feel. I don't. I got goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> I got goosebumps. And I don't feel like you know, for the end of the season, it was like one of those episodes, like, well, it's gonna happen next season. Like it didn't leave you hanging or nothing. It was happily ever after whatever but it wasn't corny i'll say that no it it literally felt like it finished the story for a lot of people if y'all haven't heard Lil dicky's raps before a lot of this season he doesn't rap at all yeah the first season you had him sprinkled in probably Mm -hmm. three or four episodes not much this season i mean they actually showed him struggling with writer's block actually he doesn't even really start rapping until the last two episodes Toward the end, yeah. I'll say to his natural, like, abilities as far as that. Like, because he's playing in the beginning. Again, childish. But the growth, you'll see it once he gets it and kind of snaps out of that block. And I I gotta admit, when he snapped out of that block, that boy snapped. He had to. (laughs) That boy snapped. He hopped on the record so fast. Everybody said, record this, record this, record this, record this. Mm-hmm. He ran into the studio and the dude was like, uh, okay. <laughs> the last two episodes, he was just murdering every track that he touched. And I was just like, man, this little dicky is still dope. I can't even, he's still cold. This was a great season. I, I think this was a heck of a way to do the second season. Indeed. Watch it. Go watch it now. Yeah. Go watch it. Yeah. Even a few people that, you know, decided to sneak listen to this. It's okay. We saw you, but it's fine. Go ahead and watch it anyway. You got two seasons to watch, and it's a very bingeable show because it's only 30 minutes, so you'll be able to get through this very easily. Oh, yeah. And you have to wait every week like us. I know. Squares. Who does that in 2021? Watches a show every week instead of waiting for it to come out and watching this session. We do. Sorry. We definitely do. Y'all should hear some <laughs> other shows that we would be watching. Amen. We, <laughs> we literally have to sit there and wait. Yeah. Don't worry. What if it's coming? eventually <laughs> if y'all if even if you don't watch the show for little dicky the cameos in this this season alone is ridiculous there's a lot you got everybody from ray shrimmer to freaking doja cat yeah a lot of cameos on here and if you're a fan of kevin hart you got that too but there's a lot of cameos <laughs> so like i said even if you don't watch it for little dicky or taco or gator or Mike, you know, the people who are actually pretty great, then... Yeah, his squad. You know, you can watch for all these, uh, these extras out here. We'll be doing... We'll all be these doing extras, things. I cannot... They, they, they extras, you know. They out there. I'm a Denzel Curry fan anyway, so... Yeah, he's there too. Check it out on Hulu. It is available on... I'm jealous because y'all can binge. It's a very easy way to watch a show, but whatever. It's fine. You'll still enjoy it. Let us know if you decide to watch it. Yeah. Leave us a message on the website, robobladmode.com. Leave us a voice message using the Anchor app. Or just tell Kong. Hit me up, y'all. You'll find him somewhere. That concludes today's episode of Verbal Vibe Mode. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Check the show notes. Well, at this point, you should have checked the show notes to see that there were spoilers, but I know some of y'all did listen. I'm going to keep saying this, too. Everybody dies. <laughs> I should put that in there one of these days. Remember, people that are listening on Spotify, you have extra engagement goodies. You have a poll you can take. You also have a question to answer if you feel the need. 
to share. Until the next show we decide to review, we bid you adieu. Goodbye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye, y'all.